This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri, week one of the high school football season. Misha has guidelines in place for practices and start times, uh, not just for football, but all fall sports. And schools are using this device, a wet bulb thermometer, uh, which measures heat and humidity, so much more than that. Uh, joining us, Jason West from Misha. <laughs> Jason, wh- what is a wet bulb thermometer? Yes. <laughs> it sounds high tech. Well, it, uh, it, it is actually. No, um, it's it, one of those that uh, as temperature readings and, and science and technology all evolve, um, I, I don't want to say this is the latest, greatest uh, invention because it, it has been around for you know, 10, 12 years. But uh what the, the wet bulb globe temperature thermometer uh, device, uh, what it measures, it takes into consideration a lot more than just the ambient temperature of the area. Uh, takes into consideration the um, sunlight. Are, are you in direct sunlight or in the shade? Uh, it also takes in the humidity factor of of your location, as well as wind direction. Is there air movement uh, in that area? And so that can give you a a little bit more accurate uh, depiction of what the what what the feels like is um you know we, we use the heat index for a long time because that was more of yeah the temperature the thermometer reads 86 but it feels like 97 because of contributing factors uh, the wet bulb globe temperature and thermometer gives you uh, a little better even more information and a more accurate reading of that feels like than just the heat index um, and it is also you, you get it for where you're at uh, you know for for a long time uh, people in outstate uh, have to rely on heat index temperatures from the National Weather Service in St. Louis or Kansas City or Springfield that may be 50, 60 to uh, over 100 miles away. Uh, where they're looking at numbers and saying, well, it probably feels like this, uh, mm. but they're not right there. Yeah. And uh, these devices allow you to get that right there reading. And, and Jason, I would think, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but maybe like the way stadiums are constructed, if you've got one that's enclosed in a bigger stadium as opposed to where there might be some smaller outdoor bleachers where air can get through the bleachers, that, that could probably affect things too, right? Exactly. Oh, wow. uh, and, and that's one of the, the reasons why this, is, this tool is um, more helpful than just relying on heat indexes or ambient temperature uh, for that exact reason. You're at a softball field that might be nice and open, and you have a lot of wind movement through there that, you know, what a lot of people say, man, it, it's hot out here, but that breeze makes it feel comfortable. Uh, you're in an enclosed stadium or or a horseshoe stadium where you have seating uh, that, uh, you know, 20, 30 rows of, of seats that is blocking that wind, uh, depending on the wind direction, 
then it, it's going to be a, a lot warmer because you don't have that air movement that uh, that helps with the, the temperature and the, the feels. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm thinking football, but yeah, not just football, but you do. You've got softball, you've got other sports. Jason West from Misha yeah. joining us. Uh, do all high schools uh, carry one of these wet bulb globe thermometers? They should. It, it is a form of technology that uh, is coming more and more commonplace. Uh, uh, two years ago, with the help of the NFHS Federation, our foundation, sorry, the NFHS Foundation, uh, we were able to survey the schools and for schools that didn't have one and, and wanted one, were able to supply one to uh, every school uh, for free. Uh, and so, like any technology, there's price ranges, uh, you know, up to hundreds of dollars, uh, depending on the type of device you, you want to get. Uh, but now there is even an app out there uh, and, and different types of apps that you can use that, that could possibly get you the, the same information. Uh, obviously, those apps are, are using numbers from other locations to to spit out a, a reading and not actually taking the temperature where you're at, but they are very useful tools uh, as well. I was just going to ask you how much these things cost, because I see myself, Jason, walking around different parts of my own yard and going, honey, look at this. <laughs> it's uh, it's 97 <laughs> over here, but uh, 92 where you're standing. <laughs> I, I can mow this corner. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, there, there is the, the distinct possibility with these devices that uh, you could get readings like that. Uh, and that's the, the, uh, one of the nuances of you know, your, your softball team could be practicing when your, your football team or your cross-country runners uh, should be practicing later in the day or you know, when the, the ambient temperature is cooler and, and those readings are, are smaller because of the fact of locations of different venues uh, many of the football games across the state that kick off uh, will be moving their kickoffs to about eight o'clock at night uh, I imagine that between seven and eight there's not much of a difference but once you get into the second half things might be all right does Misha still have the uh, mandatory water breaks there is yes uh, for the first three weeks of, of football season specifically uh, there are the the mandatory water breaks uh, each quarter, uh, and and that's put in place you know re- regardless of of temperature. Uh, that's just a standard protocol now uh, for the first three weeks of football season, uh, and then obviously with the other sports like soccer that doesn't necessarily have uh, you know timeouts or or quarter breaks. Uh, you know there there are uh, protocols there for officials to to have those extra hydration breaks um and then uh, obviously softball baseball you, you have your innings where you're in the dugout but uh specifically looking at the, the catchers and the umpires behind the plate that are in full gear jason west from misha whether it's on a state level or even a national level any tips for parents that have student athletes in high school the things that they could be doing uh maybe the day of a game or 48 hours before a game to help them? Uh, I, I would say the, the biggest key is, is knowing your, your student, your, your child. Um, know, get, get to know how their body reacts to, to various things. 
Um, we, we've all been teenagers and, and are familiar with uh, the Superman mentality that, <laughs> that comes with uh, the, the teenage years. Uh, so, you know, there, uh, in, in many cases, the, the students aren't, uh, aren't willing to speak up uh, because of, you know, they, they just want to play. <laughs> they they want to get out there and um, enjoy in the, the activities that, uh, that they enjoy. And so uh, knowing, you know, kind of being able to, to read the, the body language and, and things like that, uh, also, you know, nutrition plays a, a large part in it. Um, hydration, uh, not just trying to drink a bunch of water the day of a practice, but that's something that, uh, you know, your body needs to, to build up. Uh, and so even days before games and, and practices, it, it's a good idea to still be hydrating, even though you may have an off day, you know, a, a day off of practice or, or no activities, but still keeping that regimen of being hydrated, uh, you know, and, and using sports drinks instead of soda. You know, caffeine is uh, really hard on the body. as It dehydrates the body faster. And so uh, trying to avoid those drinks that are certainly high in caffeine, uh, is a, is a very good idea, uh, and then also looking at uh, you know the the actual food that that you're eating, and um, you know trying to avoid greasy foods, and you know we, we have that great temptation of oh well I've got 15 minutes here, 15 minutes of there, let me run to McDonald's and and grab a chicken sandwich. Uh, while that may be better than a Big Mac, it it still uh, may, may have some adverse effects and is, is not as good as a, a grilled chicken breast uh, and, and that type of thing. Hard to believe week one of the high school football season, and when it's all said and done, we'll be freezing watching the state championships. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true. You know, we'll, we'll start that our, uh, all of our uh, Show Me Bowl games are, are going to be that first week in December, and, and as soon as you use that D word, people will start bringing up the coach. <laughs> Jason West from Misha, thank you so much. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.